Welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Happy Thursday, buddies. It's time for another episode of BuddyCast. All right. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. And joining me today is my buddy, Greg Russell. How are you doing today, sir? I only got a little of that audio there. Sorry. How are you doing? How's everything going? Yeah, I'm not. Hmm. It's going fine. I'm only getting a little. Uh, it's your audio is a little broken up there. Let's uh, move uh, move through it mm. here. Yep, that's good. So I got to. All right. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay. Yep. Sorry about that, folks. Technical glitch there. But for those who don't know, you are a singer, an actor, a performer. So I got to start out by asking, how'd you get into singing? Uh, you know, it was something we always had. Uh, my mom was a trained uh, pianist and my older sister started taking piano lessons and then brought home a record player with uh, Elvis uh, records. And I just kind of got hooked. Nice. I like how Elvis was your inspiration, you know? And, uh, Sorry, it broke up a bit there, brother. Hmm. hmm. Something's going on here. Yes. But I was saying I liked how um I liked how Elvis was an inspiration to you. Well, yeah, you know I grew up in the South, and uh, all that rockabilly uh, stuff was uh, very prevalent back then. So uh, yeah, she brought that home, and uh, and then later the Beatles, and uh, hmm. you know uh, I was in from get go. That is, that's awesome. So what led you, so go down the road of your career. What drew you to South Carolina? Well, I was in grad school um, in Florida, and I was working on the weekends at Disney World down in Orlando to make some extra money. And I was part of a trio. Rome throughout the park set and just do our thing. And I was the guy out front kind of doing all the shtick and the lead vocals and and I was getting ready to finish grad school and, a, and an agent uh, from Georgia approached us a trio and said that he had a two-week job on a place called Hilton Head Island. Uh, would we like the job? And the other two guys said, no, we like being Disney employees. And I, I thought, well, if you'll take me as a whole act, I'll go. So I, I did. And uh, that was like 44, uh, 44 years ago. So I came to Hilton Head and set up for a two-week gig, and that extended for two more and two more and two more, and I kind of uh, made this my home and my home base for traveling all over the world ever since. Mm -hmm. So I understand you also have a couple of movie roles, including a movie that you were one of the main stars in, Come Away Home. 
Yeah, um, you approached by Nashville company uh, to do a what was a straight to video piece uh, where I played a camp director and uh, it was kids and coming of age kind of thing. And that did very well in that market. And uh, then I was approached by a couple of guys from uh, Los Angeles and who had watched kids and they had done a, some other projects and came up with a script based around a, a, a teenage girl here on Hilton spending the summer with her grandfather, kind of a fish out of water story. And uh, it did uh, very well as well. I mean, we had some really good, strong actors in it, all Hollywood guys that you would recognize and uh it was a lot of fun nice nice now every performer's got them do you have any funny stories from your time on stage well of course i mean uh you know what i do here in the summertime is what i began doing down at disney but i also traveled all over the country really all over the world from uh, circuit to casinos to cruise ships all over the world. Um, I remember I was at the World's Fair in 1982, opening for the Beach Boys, and I walked out on a dark stage and walked right off the front of the stage into the orchestra pit, which was about six, about a six foot drop. And wow. I landed on an open mic piano and it sounded like the, the world was ending. The people went crazy because they thought that was part of my opening, I guess. Um, and then with little kids, you know, I, I've, you've seen me. So, you know, I bring little kids on stage. I have them sit on my knee and I talk to them, interview them and get them to say funny stuff and sing funny songs or whatever. And I had this cute little four-year-old girl you know, sat on my knee and I always my left arm behind them and my right hand with the microphone and I put my arm behind them so they won't fall mm -hmm. and she got finished and she was very cute little preppy little six year uh, four year old uh, and then I was ready to put her down and, and she said no no wait I want to show you something and and she held out her left hand I don't know if I can get this on here mm -hmm. and she made like a little fist and then she opened her fingers like that. And I went, yeah. And then she said, no, watch, watch. And she redid her fingers and closed into a fist. And when she got to the fist, she did a left hand roundhouse hook and hit me in square in the nose. And of course Ooh. my eyes were watering. I had a little blood on my nose and I was like, you got to be kidding me coming from a four-year-old sweet little pink bow uh, little girl. Obviously, her dad had uh, set her set her up. <laughs> uh, now, you mentioned a little bit ago uh, you performed on some cruise lines. I believe you have what's called the bubblegum cruise line. Am I correct? No, that's a little huh. environmental thing we do here. We had uh, twice a week in the sun. Uh, when all the kids are here out of school, I take them out and uh, we see dolphins and learn about the marsh and, uh, you know, all the ecological systems that really begin here in the, in, in the marshlands with the crab and the shrimp. And uh, of course we see dolphins and we talk about being uh, environmentally conscious and, and uh, 
take care of the environment because it's so beautiful and it takes care of us. But as cruise ships, uh, I fly all over the world and join a ship somewhere that's in progress and and uh, jump on a ship and do a couple of shows in a tuxedo with an orchestra and then get off the ship the next day and fly back home. Nice. We have a yeah, question. Whether yeah. South America or the Caribbean or, you know, Mexico or the Mediterranean, wherever it might be. Mm -hmm. I like the learning aspect of that, how you take them on and you learn about the environment. It's not just, hey, let's just go for a walk or something. It's like, let's go for a nature walk. Let's go for this. Let's learn about this area. So Yeah. Well, if you think about it, the kids that come here from New Jersey or Ohio or, or Michigan, you know, they don't have dolphin in the backyard like we do. They don't have manta rays that come across the top of the water. They don't see on, in the wild a lot of things that we see here every day. So to expose them to that and, and teach them a little bit while we're having fun and being goofy, I think is important. It takes it, it teaches us to respect the environment and, and, and not abuse it. Nice. We have a question from the audience now. What was your favorite group to open for? I'm right. What was your favorite group what to was, open for? Oh, group that I ever opened for well I, I've done a lot of shows uh, a lot with country artists uh, I mentioned uh, uh, Beach Boys uh, early on uh, there were some in the early days of stand-up comedy on the college circuit tour I got to tour with people like Steve Martin who, who you know did go through the head and uh, played a banjo and 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 all of that uh, yeah, it's wide variety. I, I opened for a, an older gentleman named, um, uh, oh gosh, boy, it just uh, it just left me. George Burns. You remember George Burns with the cigar? You're probably too young, but he was a <laughs> very very famous uh, early TV guy. And I, I I was at the Fox Theater in Atlanta with him, and he was probably 90 years old at the time, um, but. You know, he drew 5,500 people and, and they loved that old timey shtick. So, spent everything from the Beach Boys to uh, George Burns and everybody in between. Nice. Nice. Now, I got to ask a follow up question. What was it like working with Steve Martin? Well, it was crazy. Uh, the first show I ever did with him was at Florida State University, and I'll never forget it because I was a little nervous. It was my first show with him. And he was uh, uh, becoming quickly a superstar back then. And I walked backstage to do the, uh, we were going to do a sound check at Florida State. And there was a great big blackboard up off, off stage. And somebody had written, Steve Martin sucks. And then he signed it underneath <laughs> where somebody had written that. <laughs> he signed it. That just showed you his, 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 personality and after the show after he finished his set he walked down the center aisle of the theater and encouraged everybody to follow him and we all down to a McDonald's. hundreds of people went to a mcdonald's and he got up to the counter and he said we'd like one order of french fries please <laughs> so he bought one order of french fries <laughs> 
with for hundreds of people. He was just, uh, you know, just a little off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds like Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I got to ask, out of all the songs you've ever performed, which one would you say is your absolute favorite and why? That I've written? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I like, I like these, I don't call them kid songs, not really kid songs. Um, mm -hmm. but I write, write songs, that, you know, appeal to a family market, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the movie called Come Away Home actually started as a song. Um, the, the owner of the resort where I, uh, have been holding court for all these years asked me to write a song about uh, Hilton Head and, and Sea Pines. And so I did, and it, it became the theme song from our CBS televised PGA golf tournament here every April. So if you mm. tune in, CBS uses the song. And then uh, we decided to turn, take the song and turn it into a children's book, a big color, you know, one of those nice, big, heavy kids books. And then from there, the guys in LA called me and uh, we turned it into an award-winning movie. So uh, it'd be hard to duplicate that with any, with any other one particular song I've written. Although mm -hmm. I've written, you know, a couple of hundred songs for sure. Mm -hmm. Now, I know what you, along with a lot of other performers, you know, I've got plenty of magicians, um, singers on this show. The pandemic obviously has hit you hard. I know when we talked, I know business is down for you at the moment, but what are your hopes? Let's focus on the motivation. What are your hopes when everything clears up, everyone's vaccinated and they say you're allowed to go back on stage? Well, I'm really hopeful that we have already canceled all my spring shows uh, that were scheduled here uh, uh, on Hilton Head. Of course, the cruise line industry is fairly well shut down. Everything is fairly well shut down. All the vaccination on and uh, you saw Texas opened up uh, the other day. They said, you know, let's let's get going. Florida uh, has been very progressive. And in this state where I live, it's been very progressive. So I'm hopeful that with the vaccinations and and the numbers looking better and better, that by the time we get to the summer, that uh, uh, I'd love to be able to walk back out on on stage and reconnect uh, with my audience. That uh, you know, we had the best uh, uh, tourist season in the last fifty last year during the COVID. So people are traveling. They want to get out. They want to get away. They want to go to the beach. And so I know the people will be here. I'm just hopeful, hopeful that the restrictions are such that we can think. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to ask you in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? Well, you know, um, I have uh, my wife and I 20 years ago started a, a, a little children's charity and we were able to at home in the resort where I work at Sea Pines. And uh, every week uh, from around the country, we bring costs for uh, a family to come here and spend a week. And um, there's pool in the backyard and bikes and there's lots of bedrooms. And uh, so the whole family comes. But all of those families have one thing in common. They have a, 
really sick kid. Most of them are going through chemo treatments or on the other side of chemo or um, operations. And our thought was, you know, to uh, take the warmth and the and the uh, compassion that this community has and extend it out and invite to these families from all over. And in effect, you know, we become their vacation buddy for a week. So they come and they stay for a week and we give them all the restaurants and putt-putt golf and movie theaters and dolphin cruises and everything any family would love vacation. And in effect, we adopt them for the week. And uh, we've had now, uh, you know, close to a thousand families over the years come and and spend a cost-free week here. So um, that kind of been the mission that my wife and I undertook, and it's been the most rewarding thing we've ever done. Beautiful, beautiful. What's the name of that charity? I usually ask my buddies. Uh, yeah, it's called they... Hilton Head. It's called Hilton Head Heroes. So you can go to hiltonheadheroes.com and take a look at it. Um, it's been over 20 years and uh, very, very, very successful. Beautiful. Beautiful. So now it's what time for what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question, which is what is your advice for anyone who wants to become a singer or a performer? Well, you know, I, I start out of hearing the music in, in my house and, uh, you know, I would sit for hours and hours and hours in my bedroom. I have a little, uh, uh, let's call it a trophy case up in, in my office. And after my parents passed away, I was going through their belongings and I came across a receipt that my mother had purchased my first gift for me uh, when I was about 10 years old. And she paid $6 a month to some finance company so that I could have a guitar. And I sat in my bedroom hour after hour after hour listening to music and just trying to figure out how do you make music? Uh, didn't have lessons or any of that sort of thing. So it, there was an internal passion for me that uh, I never really make a living doing it. Uh, after I became a little proficient, started a little neighborhood rock and roll band and we played at little dances and things like that. And then when I was in college, the singer songwriter thing was very big where you sit on a stool and sing James Taylor songs and uh, you know, Joel and whatnot. Um, and so I, I never really thought, okay, well, this is how I'm gonna make a living for my whole life. But here I am, you know, at my age, and I had a real job. Every job I've had has been connected to the music. So I do it out of a passion. And I'm lucky enough that I can make a living uh, doing it. Uh, you know, nobody's pushing me to do this. This is all I've ever wanted to do. And if I didn't do it, I'm not sure what I would have ended up, maybe as a coach or a teacher or something. But uh, music's always been the pivotal point of my Beautiful, beautiful answer. So now, you know, I don't think we have to end the show. Do you think you could give us a little demonstration, if you don't mind? 
If a little do you think you could love, give us a little demonstration of your music? Or uh, yeah. well, you know, I don't have a guitar or a piano in here. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I, I have a uh, lots and lots of songs. Uh, we're talking about who had heroes, and we just had a, a Zoom board meeting this morning, mm -hmm. and it takes a lot of people to make that work. I have a song that's called It All Adds Up. And the chorus goes, it all adds up when we all do a little. It all adds up when we all do our share. We're all part of the equation when we take time to care. It all adds up. And it does, you know. Everybody does their part. makes a big difference. Beautiful. And you are absolutely right. I hold this monthly charity. We call it Buddy Aid. And um, you're right. I always say every little bit helps. Whether you can give a dollar, whether you can give $5, whether you give $100. You're right. It all adds up because every little bit helps. I had some kids a couple of summers ago present me with a, a, one of those great big pickle jars of mm -hmm. nickels and dimes and quarters and uh, they had set up a little lemonade stand that they uh, uh, sold lemonade uh, all summer long in their hometown and they brought that and presented it to me and uh, you know I've, I've received uh, huge sums of checks from trust funds and all sorts of things for Hilton Head Heroes but can you imagine that those little kids worked all summer and brought their pennies and quarters you know um thrilled and i hope it was as meaningful to them as it was to me mm -hmm. and that's what means the most you know someone can write you a hundred dollar check right here right now and just say here you go but that you're right it doesn't it there's nothing more rewarding than when a little kid because you know the effort that they put behind it you know the value that they have in it they're not just giving you money and just going, there you go. Like, oh yeah, we don't need it. Whatever. They they had a mission and they completed their mission and they did their mission yeah. for you. And they so. reached out beyond themselves, which is a great lesson for us all. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Well, thank you so, so much for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. It was a pleasure talking to you and I hope things open up and I hope you get back to doing what you love, which is performing. So. I can't wait. It's looking better every day. Bless you. Thanks yes. for uh, including me today. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I hope to see you soon. I'll have to I'll have to talk to my family about taking another vacation. If so. you do, make sure you by and say hello. We'll do. We'll absolutely do. We'll have to get lunch or something. You know? All righty. Great. Yep. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy Greg Russell. Thank you again for being a buddy on BuddyCast. And I have one favor to ask you today. All right. Go be someone's buddy today. Absolutely. We'll catch you all next time here on your favorite podcast, BuddyCast. Thanks, brother. Well, the days are going fast. Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone fast. Buddy, buddy, tune in. Yeah.